I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour, signing schedule, all that good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Uh, today, I have Joe Sari on the line today. He is the founder and chairman of Financial Fitness Group. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. So, Joe, I can see you have, you know, quite a background um, in business and as an entrepreneur. I want to get more into what you're doing over at Financial Fitness Group. Um, but before we do that, let's start with your background. How did you get started as an entrepreneur? Um, you know, this journey I started while a graduate student at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. I had uh, kind of seen an opportunity to try to use technology and behavioral science to change the way we teach people, uh, specifically about money. And I was fortunate enough to kind of align my, my MBA program with uh, writing a business plan and competing in a competition to kind of take an idea and put it into uh, action. So if you could go back to the Joe that was just getting started out as an entrepreneur again, um, what kind of advice would you give him? It's a great question, Adam. I think, you know, one thing would be, you know, don't be afraid to fail and fail faster. Um, I think as an entrepreneur and all the business owners on the line, you know, we know that determination matters. Um, and it's really maybe that idea to take an idea, push it forward, know which ones are going to be potentially going to work, which ones aren't, and separate the two as quickly as you can so you can put more and more energy into the things that might, might really make a difference. So I hear that theme pretty often, you know, that um, fail faster. Um, can we put some more context around that? Because I think a lot of people maybe have the idea, um, um, maybe they're misinterpreting it. So what, what are your thoughts on what that exactly means? Yeah, I think like Thomas Edison, when you think about inviting, inventing the, the light bulb, is attributed to having made over 10,000 mistakes before he found the one you know, combination that worked. Um, I think business is often that way, right? You know, we have an idea, we have a vision, we have a passion for how to bring it to life. Um, but really understanding what sequence of things, what's going to work, um, is a matter of trial and error to some degree. And being able to quickly understand where you hit success and uh, where something might not work. One quick thing I guess I'd say is, Early in our career, you know, we were fortunate to build uh, a wonderful product, a great sales strategy, a great distribution. Um, selling a product that changed lives, um, we probably were focused in the wrong market. Um, and so, you know, having been able to understand that just a bit sooner would have uh, escalated our rate of growth that much further. And so we had many of the pieces right, but uh, needed one or two things to, to learn a little quicker to, to really see the sort of growth we've seen of late. Let's talk more about. Um, let's change it up a bit. I want to talk more about financial fitness groups. So, what kind of people, what kind of clients do you help, and uh, what are you helping them with? Sure. So, our mission is to create interactive educational experiences to enrich lives. Um, you know, again, we're we're in business to help teach people about money, and uh, both the organizations and the individuals help them benefit from learning more about personal finance. Um, in terms of the clients we work with. Uh, we sell to and through uh, large financial service firms, so from you know Bank of America, uh, Merrill Edge, E-Trade, 
uh, New York Life, Ameriprise, and the list goes on. Uh, we empower them with technology and tools to help them you know, educate and empower people to learn more about money. What kind of trends are you noticing in, in, um, in your industry right now? Yeah, so, you know, my vision for the idea started when I started grad school back in 1995, 96, and, uh, you know, that'll date me for a few of you, but, uh, you know, at that time, I, I really realized that your average American goes through a thousand hours of study hall, you know, a thousand hours of gym class in school, um, but we don't teach our kids anything about money. And so, you know, from 1996 through our early years in, in the 2000s, we were out there and we were fortunate to have success but we kind of felt like a little bit of a voice in the wilderness. Um, since 2009, uh, I think employers, financial service firms and the like really definitely understand that, you know, for our society to function and function well, um, helping empower people to make informed decisions is critical, right, for our long-term success. So it's, it's no longer kind of a voice in the wilderness. It's a matter of helping customers understand how to do the best job uh, to educate and empower people to learn more about money. What do you think are some of the best ways to uh, reach people to um, educate them on, on, on money? Yeah, and of course it depends on, on who you're reaching, but in general, if you're talking about adults, um, you know, adult learning, we tend to be very goal-focused. We have a problem, an itch that we might want to scratch. So I think helping understand how to use technology to get the right information to the right person at the right time is critical. Um, that's a key part, right? You know, if you've got nine out of 10 Americans say they'd like more information about how to manage the money, uh, they'd like help. But, you know, if you ask 100 Americans, you probably have 50 to 70 different priorities. So how do you get the right content to the right person at the right time? Mm -hmm. Great stuff. Um, and so do you, would you say overall we're on an upward swing with, uh, with uh, education in the financial sector? For um, for people, or are you saying that it's pre, it's been pretty um, it's been pretty status quo? Like because we, have, I mean, technology obviously we can reach people faster. We can reach them in different methods the way they like to be reached. But are people really consuming this content versus you know other things? What do you think? Yeah, so I mean, one of our kind of beliefs is what gets measured gets done. Um, so when we mm -hmm. look at kind of the ABCs of financial fitness, we think it's about you know, assessing, benchmarking, and ultimately change. Um, certain segments of the industry credit, there's no question about it. Um, Americans are doing a better job today understanding their credit score and managing their use of credit than they were 10, 20 years ago. Um, that's not by happenstance. There's been a lot of effort and energy that's gone into, you know, making sure that people understand what their credit score is. Um, when you look at a broader sense, you know, about retirement readiness, and overall financial wellness, you know, we still have some ways to go. One of the big things we believe and we're a part of is that idea of an overarching financial fitness score. Um, it's great, you've got great credit, but it doesn't mean that you've got enough insurance, you know, to cover you or your family if you happen to have an accident in your car or, you know, properly health insured, dental vision, you know, what about, what about retirement? And so we think that, you know, some of those areas in terms of assessing and benchmarking and ultimately changing knowledge and behavior. Um, we're starting to see improvement, uh, but I don't think we're as far as we have been yet on the credit side on overall financial wellness. Mm. Um, and so where can, uh, where can people go, Joe, if they want to learn more about uh, Financial Fitness Group or yourself? 
Sure. So, you know, our website is financialfitnessgroup.com. Pretty simple, www.financialfitnessgroup.com. Uh, you know, you can certainly you Google me and connect via LinkedIn uh, is fine as well. Um, in terms of financial wellness and just in general, um, it's a big, important topic. We're happy that you're interested and uh, certainly hope that that the audience really does think about the advisors, the entrepreneurs, the business owners, how you can both improve your own well-being, but also, you know, improve that of the people who are in your sphere. I love it. Well, hey, Joe, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and sharing your background and also your views on financial fitness. That's uh, great work you're doing and obviously meaningful and needs to be done. So thank you. Um, and to the listeners, as always, um, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, that being said, don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. Um, Joe, thank you again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.